Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. At the Honda Summer Sales Event, one summer adventure leads to another. Start with a new Honda and be on your way to desert treks, lakeside getaways, and mountain paths so remote you need an actual map. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get 1.9% APR on the 2021 Honda Accord and 0% APR on the 2021 HRV or Pilot. Start your Honda safe adventure at NorCalHondaDealers.com. See dealer for financing details. What's up, reviewers? It's your man, Benny Blue, and this episode of the podcast is brought to you by RotoSurance.com. Protect your fantasy team by buying fantasy sports insurance today. Go to RotoSurance.com and use our promo code JBBenny20 for 20% off your order. So I got to ask before we start. It's a question straight from my heart. Can I see one today? Oh, girl, just give me one today. I just want to see one of your titties, girl. Five, four, a three, a two, a one. Reviewers, what is good with all you fine folks from a sea to shine and see? It's the JV and Benny Blue Review Podcast. We're back. Big fella, how are you? What's good? How you living? I'm doing well. I'm doing really well, man. Uh, Sending massive good juju and mojo out to Auburn, Alabama. Uh, You know what I'm saying? Uh, We got Southern Gold Eagles out there playing those. Auburn Tiger War Eagles, whatever the fuck they call to the top. Uh, 14-3 right now, games delayed. But, you know, Southern Miss is playing well. Some some mistakes have uh, helped out the Auburn Tigers. But um, we're going out there, you know, we, we, we at Southern Miss, we have a motto anytime, anywhere, any place. You know, we'll play in the parking lot. We'll give a fuck. We're going to go. We're going to, you know, just scrap us out. So that's basically what's going on right now. Uh, we can clear up the mistakes, man. You goddamn we'll right. We'll be all right. We'll be all right. You goddamn right. right. And big big blues playing playing out there in fucking Evanston, the boys of Chicago. They're playing Northwestern. Pat Fitzgerald's got his his guys ready to play, but don't get your fucking hopes up, you fucking wildcat motherfuckers. It ain't going the way you think it's gonna go. I don't care how hype you get after the first series. The Be clear, game. we get, we shook the shit off in the Notre Dame game, and damn it, we're building some fucking mo to get into these real real conference uh, matchup. So we'll see what's good with that. I'm sure. You guys have enjoyed some college football and are rolling into week more, yeah. week fucking four of NFL football. We'll get to that in Savage Picks. First and foremost, since your first time joining us, we appreciate you. You can subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Castbox, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Of course, make sure to follow us at JB and Benny Blue for all your social media that's needs, right, including right. fucking. You know what I'm saying? We make our, our we make our exclusive Thursday night football. Savage picks exclusively on IG. Of course, you can check out all the memes and shit, all the polls, all the foolishness that you need on our Twitter, all, and our all the, Facebook, all the especially <laughs> the the foolery. We keep you on deck with that. Trust and believe. And of course, any past episodes, if you're just trying to get caught up with the show as we approach episode motherfucking 100, you 100. can go to JB and Benny Blue Review to check that out. We appreciate you rocking with us. Now, 
Bizzleman, as we as we said here in past episodes, because we always gotta let people know when sometimes they forget that it's 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 a uh, it's a uh, deeper than foosball or word to Rick Ross. It can be deeper than rap. That's right. You see, sometimes we get into this we get into this business here. We're talking about one of our passions, and that's music, and that's specifically hip hop. And for those who don't know, again, please go to five star rating on iTunes. If you go to the charts, you will see that still our number one performing episode is indeed when. Myself and the big fella himself gave that thorough savage breakdown, Jay Z's 444. Yes, that is still our most popular episode. And uh, yeah, man, because you know why? Because not only do you know we we love us some football, we love us some sports. Damn it, we know our shit when it comes to these beats and these fucking rhymes. That's right. Now, young Louisie. Lil Tunchi. Louisiana. Young Tunchi. You know what I'm saying? Lil Tunchi. Uh, Weezy F mm-hmm. Baby. Please say the baby. Mm-hmm. Whatever he's calling himself this month. Every AKA. Everyone. He dro- he finally got the he finally got to drop this new album. It was uh it was an interesting road to get there. Um as we talked about on, on past episodes. We actually did a whole segment on it, if I'm not mistaken. Right. We talked about what was kind of happening between him and Baby, a.k.a. Birdman, a.k.a. his adoptive father, however you want to spin it. It looks like they've been able to, you know, at least come to an agreement, patch shit up. However much of that shit is for the cameras, who's to say? But at least it seems like they're in a good enough space where he's not being jammed up in terms of releasing his music. Right, they did, so, uh, they the did big- a, uh, a concert uh, in New Orleans uh, for Weezy's birthday, and Birdman came out and, and apologized to him. In front of everybody in the mm-hmm. New Orleans. I thought it was pretty classy, you know, Santa Bird, man, because he was, uh, he had them boys jammed up the whole young money. Uh, I think he still got Drake yep. by the nuts and Nicki Minaj by the nipples, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, mm-hmm. you, know, <laughs> you know, his, his, his loyalty to, to his, his uh, like the adopted son, it, it made him, made, made the man, made the, the human being come out of him and say, you know what, man, I fucked over you, you know what I'm saying? You did a lot for me, we did a lot for each other. Let's, let's keep this thing cordial, you know what I'm saying? Let's get back to loving each other, family. Like that. That's dope. You know what I'm saying? That's dope. And in saying all that, Weezy finally worked out all the fucking logistics, the ins and outs, and he dropped the Carter Five. No? That's that's correct. Well that's correct. And well, yeah, man. The Carter he- Five. <laughs> in my opinion, Benny, it yeah. was it was it was a good piece of work. All right. I if you follow me on, on IG you know me, B I G on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Sorry, on Twitter. If you follow me, you see I gave it four mics and I said it still wasn't better than Carter One and Carter Two. But it's um it's a good piece of work, really good piece of work. Um, little you know sometimes my my knock with Lil Wayne is that you know he gets cry rapping. Um, you know the, the song with XX Extension, rest in peace to that kid. It was it was that was probably the worst song on the CD to me. Um, it could have been done better. I understand you know what they were going with it, but it it could have been better. Um, other than that, it was typical Lil Wayne punchlines, good rhymes. Metaphors, all the things that Lil Wayne is known for. Uh, he's a good right. rapper, you know what I'm saying? One of the best rappers that's done it ever. And uh, shout out to him, man. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was a decent piece of work. I still say, you know me. Uh, you know what I'm going to say. I still say Young Nipsey the Great has the album of the year, right? And it's weird. It seems yeah, like. I'm it, with you. It's, it's weird, but it just seems like that album came out so long ago, but it didn't. And I still think that Nipsey has the album of the year, man. Well, you know what you br- you bring up a good compare and contrast in terms of 
why Nipsey's album has had the staying power and the respect that it has. Not saying Wayne's album won't, because I know, I mean, just to be fair, as much as I fuck with Nipsey, I mean, it's a numbers game. Wayne still has a huge fan base, regardless of how much time away he's had or whatever the case may be. In full disclosure, reviewers, I mean, the way that JB looks at football, and as much as he is an, is an enthusiast about football, I know him and I know his mind where... When when you work in when you work in something like that, where I worked in hip hop, he worked in he worked in football. You're you're at some point you're cursed with a mind that has to watch things analytically to some respect. You can never really fully shake that if you've done it for a certain amount of time. Right. As much as you just want to be a fan. And full disclosure, I haven't listened to the Wayne album because when it comes to music, especially hip hop, that's how I get because. My ears are tuned differently than, you know, your your buddy who's like riding down the street in a Nissan trying to hit the drive through. Like it's a different vibe in terms of how I listen to it as opposed to the actual layman. Now, right. be clear when it comes to football, I have my chops. And of course, my man has his chops when it comes to hip hop. But that's the ears that I'm cursed with because I grew up doing the shit. So I haven't sat down and actually listened to the full album. But to what JB said, that was the general consensus that I got from trusted sources like himself and others that have listened to it. They know he can rap. Obviously, some of the actual songs themselves left a lot to be desired. But circling back to what I was bringing up about Nipsey is that I think the reason why Nipsey has continued to really make some hay out there, to, to, to coin a phrase from, from Big Bizzle, is that he's showing you growth and he's showing you where he's at in his life right now mm -hmm. from the consensus of what i got from even small snippets and the feedback from the wayne album is that he's essentially just showing you that he can still rap right. that doesn't necessarily mean he's showing you where he's at in his life and bringing it back full circle to what we talked about deeply with the whole jay-z 444 album he can still stay around a damn near 50 mm -hmm. and wayne of course is younger because he's he's giving you a snapshot of where he is in his life right now right. was it safe to say that wayne didn't exactly do that on this project and he probably needs to do that going forward you know wayne uh one thing that that people have to realize and now you know wayne will call himself the best rapper alive he missed it on his app uh best rapper alive he, he Jay-Z has such a huge influence on, on Lil Wayne's life and his music that you kind of see yeah. a a pattern, you know what I'm saying, of why he, how he tried to do his album with him showing love to his mom the way he did on his album. Basically the same way Jay-Z mm -hmm. did with 444. Uh, to, to date, Jay-Z has never really just had his mom on his album like that. She spoke on his album before, but he really paid a lot of homage to his mom in 444. Uh, Weezy and Carter Five did the same thing to his mom in the introduction, you know what I'm saying? Uh, the song's called I Love You, Dwayne. It's not a song, but it's an introduction. His mom just talking about him, you know what I'm saying? It's so on and so forth. And the mom, is, he, he speaks at different times during the album. Uh, so you see that. You see that Lil Wayne is showing love to his mom. And trust me when I say he, he got influenced by Jay-Z on that aspect. But like you said, it wasn't enough growth. It wasn't enough where he is right now. Uh, as you said in our practice production meeting, some of these songs seem like they were just in the vault and they had already been done and he needed to fill that album and they made the album. So it, it's, again, not a bad body of work. It's a good body of work because it's a good album. He listened to it. But it's not like it didn't have the effect like Nipsey's album had on me. Even like, like, hell, even like Freddie Gibbs' album had on me to the point where yeah. I just wanted to listen to it over and over and over again. I listened to it twice yep. so I could get, you know, I could, I could really 
feeling inside and out. And, you know, it did what it did. So shout out to Wayne for just coming out and, and pleasing the fans. But it, it, he, he could have put out something way better than that to me. Yeah, and the interesting thing about Wayne having his quote-unquote layoff, whether it's because of contract shit or whatever it is, is that there there was a big chunk of time where he flat out didn't even release music. It's yeah. like he was basically just like chilling in a sense. Like he right. was doing shows here and there, features here and there, but he wasn't really on the scene like that. And considering for those who might be a little bit younger who don't remember his work ethic from like 10, 15 years ago where he was putting out mixtapes like every single fucking right, month. Right, right. That was a whole different fucking time that he basically completely owned. And just to just two points of, if you want to call it trivia for the younger reviewers out there who might not know or might have been too young, like JB mentioned in terms of his admiration um, and, you know, you know uh, imitation is, is a sincerest form of flattery sort of deal with Jay-Z. Little known fact for a lot of younger reviewers, Lil Wayne almost got signed to Rockefeller back mm-hmm. in the day. And mm-hmm. Birdman actually sent a cease and desist letter to Jay-Z because they were about to sign Wayne. This right. was like 04, around in that time. And then the other thing, too, when you look at the name The Carter, The Carter's Theories, right? Yes, that's part of Lil Wayne's actual name. But if you think about it, that's his kind of nod to saying the GOAT. He's saying the Carter. That's right. a nod to Jay-Z. Right. That's a part of him. That's not the complete reason, but that's definitely a part of the reason why he kept up this series. Because, like you said, he always kind of looked at Jay as like probably like a big bro, but also that level of competition where it's like everyone says you're the best. Well, God damn it. I'm here to prove that I'm the best that I really want to do that. I really want to be at that top of that throne. Right. Um, so yeah, man, I'm going to check it out. I'll definitely, I'll definitely give, give my, my thoughts on that on, on, on our social media and all that good shit. But I mean, Hey man, it's, it's dope that he can actually be back to releasing music and all that good stuff. Cause people, people still fuck with him, And he really did set the tone for a, a lot of the ways that these kids like talk about their, you know, shit that's going on with them of obviously to the way, I mean, fuck it. Look at all, look at all these fucking rappers that, that we, that will, will give shit to and, and sometimes be critical of, but it's like you get, you're getting your style directly from Wayne. Oh, he's, like, that's undisputed. Yeah. He has like, a how song. many, how many kids has he birthed, bro? Yeah. He, you know has, I mean? yeah, he has a song on his album. Um, let me see if we pull it up and just so I can get the exact name of the, of the song, but he's basically like stunning everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, this is what I did. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, I did this and you can't even, uh, you can't even deny it. You know what I'm saying? Um, I want to say the song was called, uh, it's either Dedicate or Uproar. I think it's Dedicate. But, right. Yeah, you know, he, he you know, he was just, he basically like sons there, all these younger rappers right now because he's the one, face tattoos, you know what I'm saying? Suwu and then fucking Bugatti. And that's basically kind of how the gist of the song. Um, yeah, it, it, it's real. And if they and, and the thing about I hate about about new rappers and these young these young little whippersnappers with Stimulac on their breath, they don't like they, they don't like to pay homage. You know what I'm saying? They they they're too. They right. don't you know they don't they don't give a fuck about anything. You know they think everything they do is so awesome. Like you no, know, so it, it, it's, it, it it takes a man to say, hey man, you know what? This motherfucker right here is my influence. And he's the reason why I, I rap the way I rap today. Shout out to this dude. I'm gonna do my thing how I do it, but trust me when I say he was a huge influence on why I do what I do. So, yeah, yeah. shout out to Wayne again, man. You know what I'm saying? Carter Five is out. Check it out, guys. It is worth getting. Trust me when I say I gave it four stars, uh, four mics, brother. So I gave it four mics. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's a good piece of work. You know what I'm saying? 
it's, it's, it's to the point where you're not going to skip. Like if it's, if it's on your playlist, if your if your if your playlist is on random and, it's, and then one of the songs comes up, you're not going to skip. You're going to listen. You know what I'm saying? That's how it goes. Shout out to Wayne, man. Right. Part five out. Check him out. Yeah, well, and, and and to add to that, we'll probably you'll probably either see this on our Twitter and our Instagram again at JB and Benny Blue. We always love to start the conversation, especially even on Facebook. Shout out to our Facebook page that, that that's grown by the day. Yes, now we're in football season. We appreciate the love. We're gonna start the conversation because obviously we you know we know you guys are talking about this and we want to get your thoughts too of what you thought about the album. Like you said, do you agree with what we're saying? Do you do you believe it's a classic? Of course, people overreact with that word nowadays. Oh yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Hardcore Wayne fans are probably loving it. So I want I want to hear both sides. I want to hear if people are really fucking with it or people like nah he could have he could have waited or he could have you know just done a whole new batch of songs because he'd been holding them bitches probably since 2015 2016 and a right. lot a lot of shit can change in that amount of time so reviewers talk to us we we love we love doing a talk to us stuff on social media so get at us and let right. us know what you think once we, once we post this episode now speaking of speaking of that time bro and I'll, I'll give you some context because let's face the reviewers you know J, jb and i shit we're we're at this point we're, we're next to ken we know a lot about each other. That's right. We know a lot about each other's backgrounds, We're brothers. stories, and how we got to get to this point. You know what I mean? But I have a record here. We are back with Savage Reactions. And just to paint some quick context before we get there, because this is the first time that we're going to have a Savage Reaction from a artist that we actually know. Ah. So check this out, young reviewers, and reviewers everywhere for that matter. As you know, my, my travel's working in, in this hip-hop thing. I started out doing this probably about 14 years old. And I had my crew that I went to school with, and we were also kind of running around, playing around the streets a little bit. We were known as Ski. I'm from Muskegon, Michigan. That's 231. They call it the Ski. And our crew was Ski Town's finest. And we ran around. We did the mixtapes out the trunk. We did some hand-to-hands. I was selling industry beats, but I'd slide my beats on there as well. And we would drive around like different different hoods and part of the cities because we were all kind of a collection because we went to the quote unquote rich public school. That's mm. how we all got up and got together. So shout out to my man Trent. Back in the day, he went by T Loose, and this was during that era when it was DJ K Slay, DJ Drama, fucking that whole era of when these mixtapes were coming out. Again, right. young reviewers, you might not remember this. Exactly. This this was this was music for free, and it got so crazy that DJ Drama's studio got raided and he got shut down by the RIAA. If you don't know what that is, that's the recording whatever it's called of Association of America. Basically, the people who try to keep all the rules and regulations for people getting paid. Right. And this is before Spot. This is before SoundCloud. Shit. MySpace had just come out. This is like oh four, oh five, oh three. That era. Right. So that's when we were all making records. And basically what I was doing was my main thing was I was a producer and I would write hooks. I would do different shit like that. And I was an engineer. And then by the end of it, I was the de facto manager, fucking promoter and that whole shit. Now, obviously, you know, we all got older and shout out to the whole crew. Rest in peace, Vernell. Um, he was killed a few years ago. Um, shout out to my guy, Lawrence. He I, I had the privilege of blocking for him. He went on to go play college ball during the military. Shout out to little Rob. He just got married. Salute, brother. Um, the whole the, everybody that was a part of it. There was a there was a bunch of us that were a part of it at that time. Uh, my guy Trent had since has since continued to push his career. And back in the day, you know, he was a you know he he kind of he kind of was a troublemaker. Like none of us were really like over the top as far as like you know deep into like 
the extracurricular like activities, if you will, that yeah. you tend to hear on these songs, as JB knows, as he as he knows his his times growing up. Um, and my, I'm proud of my man Trent. He's a married man. He's got kids. He's 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 given his life to the Lord, as yeah, they yes, say. Sir. He's given to, to yes, given his life to the Lord. Um, now he goes by the name of Jazz. Jazz stands for just a servant. Now, full disclosure, reviewers. Again, I'm not playing nepotism. He just sent me a bunch of records because he always does that from time to time. He's starting to make some good moves and some good buzz. If you're familiar with the Christian hip-hop scene, if you guys like Lecrae, artists like that, there are some real deal spitters within that scene if that's what you're into. So he sent me some records. And to be fair to all the artists that will send us songs, like, oh, how come you didn't pick my shit? Be clear. I picked this song and I basically like I gra- I grabbed the JB like I grabbed a, a fucking piece of paper out of a hat. Right. And I based it off it was of a lottery the ball. You know what I'm saying? So That's the, all it was. It was a lottery ball. It, exactly. The motherfucking power ball to get the savage reaction. So we're gonna do that right now. It's been we've been talking about it. We, it's been about a month, maybe a month and a half since we've done it. And we're bringing it back as we know the artists love it and they get a good response from it. So the song that I have here, I picked again based off the title. I have not heard this. JB has not heard this. This is my guy, but I'm, I want to give him a fair shake. So the song is called Vive Up. It, it features an artist named Joe Brown. And uh, we're going to see what it is, reviewers. So this is the savage reaction for my guy Jazz featuring Joe Brown. And this song is called Vibe Up. Vibe Up. Here we All go. Right. Ooh. So we're to our code. We doing things. 
to Imperial and living up and got them feeling good. Trials, they keep on coming like I press revive. Satan trying to hit my base, but I won't let them slide. I play that scripture like an episode, it's on rewind. They can never stop my go, I stay up on my grind. Viva, ooh, 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 Viva, ooh. All right, reviewers, uh, that is my guy Jazz. It stands for Just a Servant, featuring Joe Brown. The song is called Vibe Up. I'm not sure who the producer is. Um, shout out to the producer. Um, I'm digging the beat. Um, but yeah, bro, so there so there it is. No bias. We, we, just, we just heard the record. What you think? That's pretty good, man. I'm, I'm, I'm not a, you know, they, they, they're, I'm, I'm very traditional when it comes to Christian music. Um, so it, when it gets too far-fetched, they kind of lose and that's why that's kind of where they are with that. Like, just the vibe of the song is no pun intended. It it, huh. it put me in the realm of like hip hop that's out today, as far as like like mumble rap. Like, I just I just couldn't really get into it. Um, I like the Cray is a different rapper. You know what I'm saying? He raps and he raps traditional. You know, you can understand every word he says. You know, he he, he has punchlines, metaphors, so on and so forth. Uh, I'm not knocking the song because it did have it was a bop. The beat was cool. Uh, I could I could understand most of the things that they said, and you know, in any way you, you you praise God, that's your business. You know what I'm saying? But for me, it wasn't really my type of hype when it comes to Christian, even Christian rap. Like I'm not a huge fan of Christian rap, but if you do it, it has to be more traditional to me. So that, that's kind of where I'm at with it. Right. No, I, I, I get what you're saying completely because, I mean, I don't I definitely don't write around, you know, listening to um to uh, to Christian rap. I mean, again, there are as we talked about before we played it, there are people that are really out here with big fan bases who can really rap. Right. It's just what they're talking about. And I think that's kind of the thing where it's like I think for them to feel like they can they can touch different audiences, the actual sound of the record, like you said, they make it sound more like. Like if you heard that song and you weren't really listening to the lyrics, you would think it would be some straight up like turn up shit. And then right. you actually listen to the lyrics and you're like, oh, okay, I see what they're see what they're talking about. Right. Um, but in terms of a, uh, in terms of um, so my man, my man Jazz was first. Uh, he was he was on the first verse. What what did you think as far as like breaking down quickly about uh, you know him, him as an MC, him him spitting his wordplay, all that good stuff. What do you think about that? No, he, he was his, his was better than the, the second cat. Uh, I can understand. Yeah, the, I agree. Jazz more. Uh, I, I heard him, you know what I'm saying, reverence God, reference the Lord, you know what I'm saying, a couple of times. And I could understand more of what he was saying. The second cat was more of a, you know, like you said, if, like honestly, truly, if you played that song in the club and no one ever heard it before, like people would just be bopping around to it because of the beat yeah. and not really know what they said and the beat and the mumble rap, you know? So, uh, you know, like I said, I don't knock nobody for what they do as far as their art style. You know what I'm saying? If, if it's art to them, hey, you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Like I said, it's not a bad song. But to me, I'm just way more traditional when it comes to the Christian rap. Right, right. I, I I feel it. Yeah, man. So no, that's a that's a that's a good that's a good way to look at. It. And I, I agree with you. I think it's it's something like if you if you heard it unsuspectingly, if you will, banging out somebody's car at the club, you'd probably enjoy it. If you're more maybe of a you know if you're more in tune to listen to Christian hip hop or gospel or more traditional Christian genres, it might it might not be be your vibe, but. 
you know, hey, shout out, shout out to them for, for putting it together. I like the hook. It's got a, it's got a good beat. And yeah, hopefully, hook, you know, hey, good. people, pe- yeah. yeah, and hopefully, people who are you know more into into that type of stuff than we might be will actually will actually dig it. So again, shout shout out to them. Shout out to my guy Brent. I love you, brother, for life. And you know, you you're you're definitely. I'm proud of I'm proud of him for really you know being being true to being true to himself and you know going with going with it like it's not only does he not only is he a Christian rapper he went he went to seminary school so he's really about that life like he, oh yeah you know, yeah he's, yeah he's almost he, he's, a priest he's, he's down with God as they say so um, shout out to him and uh, yeah artists again if you want to get us music all you got to do send us an email with three of your best original original songs to JB and Benny Blue Review at gmail.com. Make sure to follow us on either Twitter or Instagram, both preferably. But hey, just make sure you follow us. And of course, give us that coveted five-star review five on iTunes. And then you get five stars. And you get that savage Lord. reaction. So trust and believe. You thought you, oh, you might have thought it was over. But nope. We, 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 we hit you. We hit you out of nowhere like a fucking sucker punch with this shit. Ah! Back with the savage reaction. <laughs> there you go, folks. That's the savage reactions. We are going to get into our patented live read from our lovely sponsors. That's right, MyBookie and Vivid Seats. All right, reviewers, of course, we are brought to you by MyBookie. You know, ever since we started this podcast, people have been asking us for advice. Usually, it's what team to bet on this week. The truth is, we don't know who's going to win, but if you think you know, you got to check out MyBookie. Remember, who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. That's why we always tell people to bet with my bookie. Trust us, guys. They are your best bet this season. Now, my bookie's been in business for years. They have great reviews online, and their mobile site is easy to use. We only recommend a service to our listeners that's been good to us. That's why we're urging you to make your way to my bookie. You win, they pay. They have in-game, live betting, over-unders on fantasy points scored, and the most rewarded player perks in the business. That's right, and my bookie is slammed with new betters and wants to give everyone the best service possible. So, reviewers, if you're willing to deposit after 7 p.m. Eastern time, they will give you an additional 25 bucks free play on deposits over $100. Join now, and my bookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. That's right. Use promo code Benny to activate the offer. Visit my bookie online today. That's M Y B O O K I E. You can spell. And don't forget to use the promo code Benny, that's B-E-N-N-Y, when creating your account to claim up to $1,000 in free play. God damn. If you're willing to hold after 7 p.m., they'll get you an extra $25 in free play by using the promo code Benny25. That's Benny25. It's up to you guys, but we would wait until after dinner and take the extra money. My bookie, you play, you win, and yeah, you get paid. Oh, that's right. Oh, and reviewers. Guess what? We are also brought to you by another fine sponsor. That's Vivid Seats. Now, Vivid Seats is an online event ticket marketplace dedicated to providing fans of live entertainment with experiences that last a lifetime. With Vivid Seats, listeners can watch their favorite teams and artists perform in person. That's right. Vivid Seats helps fans find their seats to their favorite live events, including sports, concerts, theater and more vivid seats offers great prices and an easy purchasing experience with the podcast code savage that's s-a-v-a-g-e jb and benny blue review listeners can receive 10 percent off your voice 
That's your first purchase with Vivid Seats. All you got to do is go to the App Store or Google Play and download the Vivid Seats app. Use promo code SAVAGE, that's S-A-V-A-G-E, for 10% off your first purchase with Vivid Seats. Every purchase is backed by 100% guarantee. From the biggest concerts and NFL games to the hottest theater and more, Vivid Seats has it all. Download the app, enter promo code SAVAGE, that's S-A-V-A-G-E, for 10% off your first purchase with Vivid Seats. Make a memory that lasts a lifetime and let Vivid Seats help you go to get your favorite live event. That's right, viewers. Shout again to our sponsors, MyBookie, Vivid yep. Seats, and shout out to Roto Assurance. If you had, oh, I don't know, a quarterback that was running out of bounds and had a non-contact injury and tore his ACL, mm. maybe that fucked over your money league. Well, go make sure you check out Roto Assurance. Put some money on the books for your players that might be knocked out for the season so you don't get fucked over <laughs> in your auction or paid-for fantasy league, all right? It's a cool concept. Go fuck with it, RotoAssurance.com. You heard them in the very pre-roll of this episode. So shout to all our sponsors and everybody supporting us. Again, subscribe on iTunes, five-star rate us. We're on all the major streaming platforms. I'm not going to list them again. I did uh, that, know. all right? You uh, can know. listen to them. Use your ears. We trust you, reviewers. We know you're smarter than that. We know you're fucking with us because we're fucking with you because we are for the people. All the That's way. right. Oh, man. Bro, speaking of for the people, man, we're almost a quarter, we're almost a quarter of the way through the season, sir. Holy first, shit. The first the first quarter as we do, they break the season down in four quarters. That's four games a quarter. Uh so we are are at the end of our fourth our first quarter coming this, this Sunday. First quarter's almost over mm-hmm. and it has been a wild one, uh to say the least. Yeah. Uh, some unexpected, yeah, exactly. some, some unexpected, some expected. Um mm-hmm. you know, shout out to the Browns getting their first win. How amazing is mm-hmm. that? Um teams such as the, the the LA Rams that are seemingly unstoppable right now, uh, playing good ball. phenomenal football, man. All three phases of the game, mm-hmm. special teams, defense, offense, it all looks really good right now. Uh, teams like, oh my God, you know, Philly's doing their thing. It's kind of a slow start. Uh, Carson Wentz is back in this thing. Um, the mm-hmm. dead, the dead skin. Oh God, you know what I'm saying? Their defense, man, is really good, and they have that patchy offense. I like to call it because they chip away. Uh, got uh, Alex Smith dinking and dumping, looking real good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, teams such, you know, but it, but for the most part, just surprise teams like the Ravens. People didn't think the Ravens were going to be as good as they are this year. They are. Uh, the Texans, a lot of people are yeah. shocked by that. They're 0-3. Uh, people thought that, that uh, your man, Deshaun Watson, would come back and have more of an impact than he had. Uh, my Cardinals are sucking ass right now, 0-3. Uh, we did just, just declare... Uh, our man Josh Rosen as the starting quarterback now, so he'll be starting his first game this Sunday against the uh, Seattle Seahawks yep. in the Big Toaster. That's correct. Um, mm-hmm. they, the Seattle Seahawks are one and two. The Detroit Lions are playing spirited ball. Got a good win over the Pats, dude. Oh, we'll talk about that. Yes, sir. Ooh, we'll yes, talk sir. about that. And the Steelers got their first win over the Buccaneers. Fitz Magic, even though the Damn. Magic kind of died in the Damn. first half, he came back yeah. and he showed. Why he got the nickname Fitz Magic? So yeah, it's been, it's been, it's came been, back. It's been a good. It was a good week. It was a good week of football. It's been a good three weeks so far, and I'm looking forward to a good fourth. Man. Yes, sir. That that I mean that was a hell that was a hellified fucking recap of week three. I couldn't have said it better myself. And reviewers have been rocking with us for a couple seasons now. You know, every quarter we always love to deliver you with the state of the bird gang, where mm. JB gives his 
inside real deal look on what's good, what's bad, what needs to be improved, and what's going well with his squad. So we, we ain't going to torture him with that just yet because, damn it, we nah, got to say, yeah, we, we got to do that next week. Even at least give me one week with Josh Rosen behind center, and then we'll see. Exactly. Yeah, and that, that'll, be, that'll be officially the end of the first quarter of football. So, yeah, we'll do it next week. Right, which will be which will be after the after this week's of picks. But first, we got to see reviewers how we did after week three, oh, and with a drum roll, please. Oh, Bizzle man, he's starting to fall behind a little bit. He is at eighteen twenty eight and two, and yours truly is at twenty three twenty four and two. Oh man, mm-hmm. moving right through it real quickly. Yes, we both did pick the Browns to get their first win. Which they did. JB's my bookie better the week. The Raiders to beat the Finns. The the Finns are playing some good ball early. Adam Gase is getting the best out of Tannehill. Obviously, it's at September. Reviewers, you already know better. Don't overreact. We already know what time it is. I almost picked the Colts to beat the Eagles. We both thought the better of it, and the Eagles won. I would like to pat myself on the back for making a good pick for picking the Skins as JB complimented them on their defense for getting a big win over the Packers. Aaron Rodgers is banged up. There's no way about it. You better get Colin Kaepernick on line one. That's all I'm yes, saying. Indeed. If you put in Kaiser, it's going to be rough. Uh, the Battle of L.A., the Rams got it done. That was a fun game to watch. Unfortunately, the Boyd gang went down to Risky Trubisky and the Bears, who oh, Khalil man. Mack, he's worth every penny thus far. Good God almighty. I picked, I of course, <laughs> yours, like a dumbass. Like a dumbass, I put I put faith in the fucking how about them cowgirls, and of course they're going to Seattle and fucking lose. And uh, Fitzmagic unfortunately came to at least a temporary end. That was my my bookie bet of the week, and they lost to the Steelers. Although JB elocuted to use a Stephen A. Smith word so well, uh, they made a good comeback. They made it a game, but ultimately they were playing from behind too long, and they weren't going to win that game. Now, oh, let me take at least just two minutes to. Oh boy, reviewers. Boy, I tell you, you know, JB, how much shit we we have to we have to give to the media. Number one, for trying to jack our style, for yeah. talking shit about our squads. What they do? That's what Bro, they, do they, they were writing. They were writing. The, they were writing the kitty's obituary. I tell you what. And then it was the the student versus the teacher. It was Tom fucking Brady, dude, coming in. Belichick's walking in the stadium. Little kids are trying to shake his hand. He wasn't having none of it. No better He's not with all the pageantry. You know what I'm saying? He's about business. Exactly. He wasn't. He he was fucking stoic as he always is, looking homeless and coming out there. And boy, I tell you, bro, my kitties played probably the best game that they have played in years. Is that good? was complete ball. They played complete ball. First of all, shout out to the young man, Carryon Johnson, the first. 100-yard rusher. Yes, I didn't stutter. The first 100-yard rusher for the Kitties since Reggie Bush in 2013. Wow, and they were a, fucking and, establishing and the run kid, game. And this kid's a rookie, right? And he's a rookie. Bam. Shot to him. Complete ball. They finally established the run. Yeah, you can talk all that shit. Oh, the Patriots are banged up. Listen, the Patriots have got some problems that they have to deal with. They mm-hmm. really do. They mm-hmm. need some more playmakers. Their depth is very suspect. And they just got, let's just call it what it is. Reviewers, if you fuck with us, you know that you're agreeing with what I'm saying, but for all those who don't understand and admit it, the Patriots got dominated. They got dominated on every side of the ball. Period. Yeah, they got the ass. That's what happens. This is what it is. Like, you know, certain games you can you can have you got mental, I mean moral victories. There was no more victories involved in that. They got the ass kicked four quarters. 
by them damn Detroit kitties. Mm-hmm. You got damn right. And we'll and we'll and we'll leave it at that because it was a big win. It was probably we were talking about Patricia here a little bit in these past couple weeks, and he finally it looks like he's finally able to really set a tone with these guys. I saw some of the locker room footage. You can tell that that game really meant a lot to them because I, you know, they already knew what that was going to mean for Belichick and all them to come in with it being his first year. So, they, you know, you got to give props to them. They they showed up to play, and hopefully that 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 mentality of how they're doing things will be contagious because I looked at the schedule, yeah. and we could potentially have a nice little run. We're playing the Cowboys now this week, which we'll, we'll get to here in our picks, but... Shout out to the Kitties for having probably the most meaningful game of the entire season, just to be real, just given this, what was at stake, and they went above and beyond. I'm, I got to say, I'm proud of them, and just keep it going. That's all I ask. Just play consistent all three phases of ball, and you're going to be in every game that you're in. All you Period. Ask, that's all you can ask these squad, man. Yep. And with that, we won't waste any more time. Ladies and gentlemen of the review crew. Oh, pop, 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 baby. Let's go. It's Savage Picks. Week four. Cue the music. Let's go, bitch. We back. Ooh, we here. Fucking Thursday Night Football right off the bat. It was a shootout, baby. (laughs) It was a fun game to watch. Vikings at the Rams, and we both picked the Rams. And shout out to everyone in the four, the people fucking NFL.com Fantasy Football League. In the 11th hour, we said, you know what? We're going to put Jared Goff in. And boy, did he not disappoint Bizzle, man. God. 43 of them things, Jesus. right? With the 43 points? 44. Yeah, he got five touchdowns. Five tubs, baby. Hey, beautiful thing. Gun Schlanger. Gun Schlanger. Like you said, bro, you, you said at the top of the show, you said in our pen production meeting, the Rams, listen, it's flat out, it's September, but it's still true until it's proven otherwise. The NFL, the Rams are the team to beat. Period. They are, they they, are the team to beat. They are a dangerous football team. All, four, all three phases of football for them are sound. They hustle. They have fun. I think Tommy Bay as a head coach, man, just really makes the game fun, especially offensively. He makes the game fun, which yeah. is always good for an offense, man. You know, when, it, when, it's, when it's interesting, when it's fun, you're having fun, you have to jump around. You just see the exuberance there when they play ball. It, it's fun to watch, even though I know they're in my NFC West, and it sucks, you know what I'm saying, that we have a team so great and so dominant in the NFC West. But, hey, it's, it, I'm a football fan when it's all said and done, and it's, it's fun mm-hmm. to watch them play. Yep. Well, speaking speaking of just being fans of the game, we'll jump right into it. We got we both got our, our Thursday night exclusive Savage picks on IG Live or IG rather at JB and Benny Blue. Correct. But moving right into it, bro. Starting off, it's the Bungles at the Falcons, Bungle. and the line is four for the Falcons. Well, I'm rolling. I'm rolling with the A Town. We A Town stomping in the Big Mayback. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, Cincinnati's a little banged up. Um, AJ Green is a little banged up, so he's their sole means of offense, you know, being real. Mixon is already out with an injury right now. Be out for the next few weeks. Roll with Atlanta. Exactly. I'm with you. I'm rolling with Atlanta. They they had a shootout with the with the Aints last week. Probably a game that they could have found a way to win. Um, you know, obviously as we as we know from from what we kind of seen from last season to this season, those two teams are in a lot of ways kind of mirror images. The Bungles have started playing playing some good ball, but as JB said, they are banged up. Bro, as you know, week three is always very interesting because for a lot of these teams, it's considered a playoff game because if they drop another one, their chances of making the playoffs go down extremely low. That's right. So the, the Falcons are playing at home, and I think they're going to get it done at home. I agree. 
moving right along. It's Fitz fucking magic. Moving in with the fucking pirate ship, the Bucks are going to the Bears, who are playing home at Old Soldier Field, and the line is three for the fucking Bears at home. In the words of the late great Bernie Mac on one of my favorite movies, Players Club, as a character, Dollar Bill, Chi-Town, Chi-Town, Dollar Bill, we paid them country bumps, nothing, nothing. <laughs> the Bears get it done at home. Khalil Mack continues his reign of terror on the NFL and on offenses. Uh, I think Fitz Magic is coming to an end because he knows that it's really coming to an end. We don't know who's starting, first of all. Um, but right. either way it goes, I just feel like Chicago with that, that dynamic offense they have, uh, a tricky, tricky offense they have, and the, the, the fact that Khalil Mack and that other the supporting cast on their defense, they're going to be raising hell. So I thought I think Chicago gets it done at home. Yeah, I agree. I think I think I, I like the Bears at home as well. I think Khalil Mack and the line of the, how he's lifted the defensive line is going to force Fitzmag- Fitzmagic, who is a smart dude but ultimately can't really move the pocket, is going to force him to make bad decisions, take the ease off some of the back seven to make some plays for them. I think it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be a little bit more better contested than how they played the Steelers last week. But ultimately, I do think the Bears get it done. And honestly, it's really going to be mostly on their defense, which I think is going to be the case most of the season. So I'm picking the Bears as well. Oh, yes, ladies and gentlemen. It is the motherfucking kitties fresh off the big win at home against the Pats, dude. Taking on the... They got to go to the... They got to go to the... The boys. How about them cowboys? And the line is three for the cowboys at home. You got to be shitting me, Vegas. Come on. They got to go to the big saloon. You know what I'm saying? A.K.A. Jerry's world. You know what I'm saying? The dip spitting, cowboy stetson, boot wearing, hat, pin guy mm-hmm. hat wearing, six Boots shooter carrying motherfucking cowboys. I'm rolling with the Detroit Lions. I don't trust the cowboys at all. Yeah. I don't think they got nothing good going for themselves right now. Uh, they're just not playing really good ball. So, kiddies get another victory. Yeah, of course. As, as JB always mentions, we are, always, we are picking our own teams. And uh, I've picked my own team for good reason. The Cowboys can't throw it past ten yards, and if we can contain Zeke, they you know their defense is not sturdy enough to really make some plays. Now, some of the coordinators are former Lions coordinators. That's going to be interesting to see how they adapt to some of the play calling. But as you saw last week, one of the main reasons why we did better is because we created more balance. So if the Cowboys can't stop the run, they damn sure aren't going to stop our pass. And, uh, yeah, I'm actually going to put money on this game. Shout out to my bookie. And uh, I'm definitely betting on the kitties because if Vegas is dumb enough to give us a, a minus three for the Cowboys, I'm smart enough to take some free money. Oh, uh, yeah. You so I will pick get that the cheese. fucking kitties. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Moving right along. And this this one's actually going to be kind of interesting. Not because really so much what happened this week, but really just kind of where the fuck is happening with goddamn Rodgers. It's the Bills who stomp. The fucking Vikings last yeah. week in Minnesota yeah. stayed out that way and they drove up north to northern Wisconsin to the big fondue cheese bowl. It's the Bills at the Packers, and this is an interesting line. The line is nine and a half for the Packers at home. Yes, sir. So here we go. This is my my bet, my, my bookie bet of the week. Uh, so I'm mm. going to go with Buffalo. Uh, reason being is I don't really trust the offensive line of the Green Bay Packers. Uh, Packers are very inconsistent, man. Randall Cobb is one of the most inconsistent fucking receivers in the NFL. Uh, we mentioned earlier that that uh, Aaron Rodgers banged up. And Buffalo's defense is flying around playing spirited football. I Again, I think Green Bay's offensive line uh, takes a hit. They're going to get Aaron Rodgers 
flustered a little bit, and he's going to call. You know, it's going to cause him to throw a turnover, one turnover, and, and that's going to pretty much be the difference of the game. Uh, Buffalo's going to do just enough on offense, and we already know how Green Bay's defense is. They've been sketchy for years. Roll on Buffalo. Right. I like exactly what you're saying, but I'm going in the in the reverse. I think the the turnover ends up getting the Packers a W by the hair on their chinny chin chin. Um, I mean, we've talked about it in last week, the week before. The Packers are basically where Rodgers goes, the squad goes, and it's clear something something's up with Rodgers. It's just it's just that simple. So the Packers are gonna even if Rodgers plays, the Packers are gonna have a tough go of it at this point in every game at the ring because they don't have anybody that they, as you said Cobb's inconsistent they have inconsistent defense and even the offensive line is let, starting to let down Rodgers especially when they have to play tough defenses the Bills are going to play him tough I don't know that I trust them in back-to-back weeks on the road so I'm picking the Packers but I won't be surprised if JB's my bookie better the week is correct moving right along is JB's drafting team the fly Eagles fly them fucking bleeds up in Philly are going down to old Tennessee and the line is three and a half for the Eagles at the Titan. Got to be careful with this game, man, because the Titans play pretty good football at home. So I'm still rolling mm-hmm. with, with, with the favorite team. Going to roll with Philadelphia. I think Carson Wentz really gets in his groove in this game. Uh, the offensive line is going to do a good job protecting them, which they have to. And I think that that's kind of their, their onus. They, they know that, that, that Wentz has been banged up coming back. So they want to give him all the confidence in the world that he can stand back in the pocket and just deliver that thing like FedEx. So, yeah, I'm rolling with the Eagles. Exactly. Uh, I'm going with the Eagles as well. I think the Titans are going to play them tough. I think it's going to come down to some playmaking at the end. And let's just face it, the Eagles just have more playmakers. Um, and the Eagles are going to the Eagles are going to are going to be one of those teams that's going to continue to play better as the season goes along. People are kind of freaking out about them right now. Chill the fuck out. They're going to keep. They already have most of their team intact. They work well as a unit. They have good coaches and they know how to control the line of scrimmage. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun to watch in the first half, first three quarters, I would say. But I believe they're gonna pull away with some big playmaking, um, probably by one Carson Wentz. Um, uh, real quick, still still looking good in the recording. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, moving right along, it is the Texans at the motherfucking Chad Cars Colts, and the line for the Colts is one a point. That's right, a point, and uh, the Texans need to win. But what, what, what say you, sir? Texans do need to win. I think they get it this week versus the Indianapolis team that is doing decent things. But if you know football like I know football and you watch football, you see that Andrew Luck is not really himself. Uh, his legs work fine. Correct. His arm's not working as fine as it should. Houston has, again, Mr. J.J. Watt and Mr. Clowney. I think they're both still healthy. Uh, I think Houston's defense gets after Indianapolis' offense. And Houston, uh, Deshaun Watson has a coming out game after his big injury. He finally breaks through, breaks loose, makes some plays. I'm going to roll with the H-Time, baby. No love. Shout out to H-Town Davo, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out fellow brother in comedy. And uh, I know he'll be happy because I'm picking the te- I'm picking the uh, Texans as well. And uh, I agree. I mean, as I said, reviewers, before we started into our into our week four savage pick, for a lot of these teams, including the Titans, when you're 0-3, this is a playoff game. And teams play teams with talent. If you now, if you don't have any talent, you're fucked. But teams with talent, they know how to rise to the occasion, especially in a matchup that they can win. And you know the Colts play so-so ball at home, kind of similar to the Titans. It's usually a coin flip. Right. And I like some playmaking in probably a sloppy game. It's probably not going to be the most fun game to watch. 
but I like the Texans on the road to get it done, get their first win of the season as well. Now, you want to talk about an interesting fucking AFC East matchup. Mm. Here we go. It's the Finns, the undefeated. That's right. You heard Un- you heard me correctly. Undefeated Finns, who normally beat the Pats at home, but this time they're on the road for this game. They will be back at home against the Pats later in the season. They play at the Pats, and the line is 6.5 for the Pats, but... Maybe I don't know if I trust it. I wouldn't I wouldn't take the line. But one thing, I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm quote the late great Patrick Swayze. Uh and, and what was the name of the movie? That wasn't Patrick Swayze, it was that was was that Kevin Bacon? In Dirty Dan? Oh Dirty Dan no that was Patrick Swayze. Okay, so yeah, you uh-huh. don't hey, you don't nobody backs baby hey. in the corner. Nobody puts baby in the corner, all right? Right now, New England New, Right now New England's in the corner. They're talking bad about New England. Is New England over? Is the Tom Brady era over? Is New England done? Are they in trouble? Fuck no, they're not in trouble. New England started one and two last year, didn't they? Mm-hmm. And they played That's for the correct. Super Bowl. Represent the AS. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with New England. They get it done mm-hmm. at home. If they were playing in Miami, I probably would pick the Dolphins. But I'm gonna go with New England at home. Yep. It's kind of a must win for them. They need it, and mm-hmm. they're gonna get it. Yep. I could I couldn't have said it better myself. I would trust the Dolphins at home. They do have much improved coaching, but. I do ultimately think, you know, the the, the the Patriots have been here before, especially the everyone knows how they play in September. They're, they're a notoriously slow starting team in the beginning of the season. But for them, again, it checks the same box. In a way, it's a must win for them to make sure that they can stay in range and win, go on a run if they have to, um, to win the AFC East and ultimately move advance in the playoffs, whatever fuck happens, happens. So yeah, bro, I'm with you. The baby is in the corner, and uh, to uh, you know, to give you the, the 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 best song from that era. And I never felt this way before. <laughs> My family, you, and only, only you. Oh, that's right. Pass get it done at home. Mm-hmm. That's right. Pass get it done at home. Moving right along, another interesting AFC matchup. You got the young fella, young Donald, in the J E T S Jets, Jets, Jets. Going down to Duval. That's right, the Jets at the Jaguars. The line is a touchdown half for the Jaguars. I ain't got to give an explanation about this. Sam Donald versus Jacksonville's defense. Duval all day. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm going to go the other way. Uh I like the Jets on the road. I don't have a good reason. I really don't. I'm just picking the Jets on the road. This is probably going to be one of those classic. Why the fuck did you make one of those picks? That's right. But hey, sometimes you got to shake shit up, take a little risk. Got to go with gut. I could man. see them if they, yeah, if they if they can play, if you know, if they can play can some consistent ball. I mean, the Jaguars have shown already they their defense is top notch. That's undisputed. But man, sometimes you don't know what you're gonna get with that offense, especially if Fournette is still banged up. I don't know. I could see the Jets stealing one, but yeah. uh, I'm gonna pick I, the Jets I, just I, to kind of be I, a contrarian. I, 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 I totally understand what you're saying. Yeah, so there we go. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Jets on this one. Oh, this one's gonna be interesting. Oh boy, it's the Browns, the one one and one fucking Browns mm. at Hey, you know I Browns and Raiders. I'm rolling with Cleveland all day. You know what I'm saying? I feel like Cleveland's defense is playing really good ball, and they're gonna step up even more. 
because Baker Mayfield, even though he is a gunslinger and he does things properly, this is his first start. He has to play a full four quarters of football. So his defense is going to really have his back on this one. And, you know, with Oakland, I don't know, man. They just I don't know. They won't play away, but at the same time, Cleveland's coming in on a natural high. I don't think it's a cocky high. I don't think it's an arrogant high. I think that they've tasted blood, and I think they want more. So I'm going to roll with Cleveland. Mm. I like it. In a normal situation, the Raiders are at the Browns. I think the Raiders lose. The Raiders are 0-3. You can talk about how shaky they are. They've been in these games. Obviously, you know, they, they have some issues they got to work out. It's a must-win game for them, and I'm picking them to get their first win on a Browns team that doesn't really know how to win consistently quite yet, and that black hole is going to be raucous. They're my my bookie pick of the week. I got the Raiders getting their first win at home in a tight one. Oh, it's going to be a tight one against the Browns. I kind of hope the Browns will win. Yeah, but I like the Raiders to get their first win this season because, God damn it, it's got to happen sometime. So I'm picking them to beat the Browns, who the Browns are going to be Cleveland reviewers. Don't worry about it. The Browns are going to be already a lot better than these last few seasons. So don't don't worry about it. You might get three wins. You might get five wins. You guys are on the right path. Trust and believe. All right. It's an NFC West matchup. It's the Squawks coming into the big toaster. The Cardinals need a win at home. The line is three for the Squawks at home. JB, why, do you, why does your Boyd gang finally get it done? We're going to put together four quarters of fucking football. We played a wonderful half of football last week against Chicago. The first half was beautiful. It's the way football is supposed to play in Arizona, especially at home, even though there was a, a plethora of Chicago Bears fans. For people that don't know, Chicago people like to migrate to Arizona. It's like Minnesota people mm-hmm. like to migrate to Arizona. So when we play those teams, there are going to be a lot of people representing uh, for the Midwest. But that's, that's cool. There'll be a lot of Seattle fans there because Arizona's just like that. But either way it goes, my bird game is going to get it done. All right. We're going to do some great things. We're going to pick off Russell Westbrook. We're going to pick off Russell Wilson <laughs> one time. All right. Basketball is back, folks. We're going to pick off Russell Westbrook one time. Russell Wilson again. And that's going to be that, man. Uh, the, the kid Rosen, they're going to they're gonna make sure the offense is nice and cool for him. Easy high percentage throws. We're going to get the run game really popping. We're going to get our first win as well. Like the Oakland getting their first yeah. win is a must win for them. It's a must win for us. We're going to get it. On the squawks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. And uh, the squawks, inconsistent on the road. Geographically, they have they have the most brutal travel regimen because they are literally in the corner of the map. Mm. So they don't always play their best ball on the road. It's a rivalry game. It's a divisional game. The Cardinals need a win. Not saying it's going to be the prettiest thing in the world. Hopefully, they can help Rosen limit the mistakes. Hopefully, Pat P and some of the defensive playmakers that they still have can make some hay. They're gonna have to, you know, they're gonna have to put some bodies on on Baldwin and Lockett and try to limit what Wilson can do outside of the pocket. You know, I could see the squash going up early, but I could see the Boyd gang making a comeback and squeaking out with their first win of the season. I got the Bird Gang at home as well. Just a few games left here in Savage Picks of motherfucking week four. It's the Saints come marching in to the fucking G, man. It's the Saints at the Giants, and the line is three and a half for the Saints on the road. Hmm, well, they, the Saints don't play very good football outside. Uh, let's be real. They play very well in that dome, and they play well in dome. So they're going to a a MetLife Stadium in Rutherford, New Jersey. Uh, the weather out there is going to be a little swampy uh, as I watch the 
the, the, the Michigan and Northwestern game. It's a little swampy out there. So it's, it's, there's a little a little rain moving up the east seaboard, midwest to the east. So it's going to be a little swampy. It's going to be a little messy. Even if it's a clear, beautiful fucking day. Who cares? I feel like the G-Men are going to get it done over the Saints at home. Mainly because of one Shaquan Barkley. Because I don't think that the Saints have stopped the run very well. And New York is going to pound it like porn stars. All right, so that's, that's, that's how it's going to oh, be. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think I think it's going to be on the back of the running game. And, um, you know, don't be surprised by the G-Men. They might be a sneaky team this year. Um, Saints, I mean, Saints are very, very high-powered. Very high-powered on offense. We know that. Drew, Ble- Drew Brees, Kamara. They got some playmakers. Um, but the deal is with the Saints, they're kind of one of those teams that kind of have to, if one team scores 34, they got to score 35 sort of deal. So, um, yeah, I like I like that in terms of the Giants winning on the back of the run game. So I'm picking the Giants as well. Moving right along, it's the Jimmy G-list Niners going in to the fucking L.A., San Diego, Orange County, Barstow, fucking Lake Tahoe Chargers. And the line is ten and a half for the Chargers at the old Stub Hub in Carson. Well, uh, no Jimmy G, no San Francisco W. Bottom line, I'm going with the Chargers. Yeah, I agree. I mean, not not enough playmakers. Um, you know, they just it's just it's. I mean, it's, it's just as simple as a quarterback issue. As, as obvious as it sounds, you know, we don't really know what we're going to get from uh, C.J. Beathard. And hey, I mean, you know, the the Chargers are the Chargers are one of those other teams that could definitely make a run, you know, this year. This year might finally be a year where you see the Chargers actually do something for real, you know, deep into the playoffs. So, you know, it's kind of dope to have have both LA teams be good, and uh, I think the Chargers are gonna are gonna give them that work. I like the Chargers at home. All right, Sunday Night Football. Quote the Raven nevermore. Ravens. At the Steelers, and the line is three for the Steelers at the big ketchup bottle. Couldn't ask for a grittier, nastier, meaner fucking football game than what we're about to watch tomorrow at 520 on NBC. God damn it, this shit's gonna be nasty. Alright? But what I think mm-hmm. and what I've seen both teams that when Baltimore's offense is clicking, they are good. Uh, their defense kind of spotty, kind of patchy, kind of suspect at times. Pittsburgh's secondary is what's making me pick the pick that I'm going to pick, and I'm going to pick the Ravens because Pittsburgh's secondary is weird, to say the least, right? I don't know. They're, they don't get very yeah. good cornerback play, but, and, 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 and the flip side of that is Baltimore throws the ball down the field very well. Joe Flacco's playing spirited football, knowing that he has a young boy behind him who is itching to take his place he's coming out playing good ball he is 100% on third down alright no conversions alright he's just kidding this guy's doing his thing uh it's not is it third down or fourth one I don't know right he's pretty high on third down and he's running the damn ball last game they played he he sealed the deal with a third down run it was like third and four he ran the damn ball it was naked he ran it he got up clowning acting fool it's good to see Flacco playing good ball again. It's good to see the Ravens playing ball again like they are. Pittsburgh, they got a win last week, but this 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 Ravens team's coming in. Again, it's a rival game. It's gonna yep. be a knockdown drag out. I just think that Baltimore has more big plays down the field. It's gonna help them win. 
Yeah, I agree. I got I got the Ravens on the road as well. I think last week proved that the Steelers, just because they've been together long enough, they have the players, they they have the coaching in place where they know how to they know how to win. They know how to win when they need to win. But let's be honest. I mean, it wasn't like the Buccaneers ended up getting their ass kicked. The fucking Steelers squeaked out of there with the win. And I think this is one of those classic games, bro, where it's like if you move this game to like week thirteen or fifteen, it's a different story. You know, I think the Steelers are going to get past whatever they're going through and they're going to start playing better ball toward the end of the season. Right now, I'm not trusting them to win. And obviously, they're going to play in Baltimore for the next matchup. So that even might that could even out the odds, even if they are playing better ball. So I think the tail of the game will be how the Steelers secondary can hold up against one Fluco Flacco and that whole crew. And uh, I do think the, the Ravens getting done might not be the highest scoring game, but um, you know I could see I could see like a like a 2017 sort of deal, 2117 sort of deal to this, and I'm picking the Ravens on the road. And uh, finally, um, you know what time it is? It's that motherfucking Monday Night Football, baby. Mm. You know what I mean? Hit that music right now. Damn, it's man. the Chiefs at the Broncos. It's AFC West matchup, and the line is for the Chiefs, who are red hot. Four and a half on the road against Broncos. This could very well be a, a, a super high sport event. Um, Denver, uh, Case Keenum is playing pretty good ball out there. And when his playmakers catch the ball for him and the offensive line holds up, Case Keenum's putting that thing where it needs to be. Uh, Mahomes is, is unreal in Andy Reid's offense right now. It is crazy. Like, really, like, it's, it's unbelievable. This kid is it's thrown for what? Uh, 13 touchdowns in the first three games. It's, it's, Career, slanging uh, it, bro. Of, of his slanging start, it. Of his, of his, of his, I'm not saying his career, but as his, as him, as the starter. Hey, the guy's playing phenomenal, lights out ball with all the weapons he has, and the, that that huge arm he's got. I gotta go with Kansas City. I think they'll be four and zero after this week. Denver, I don't think Denver's just gonna be able to hold up, man. I think they just, they just, they, they're a team that makes mistakes, and making mistakes against Kansas City, they're gonna make you pay. Exactly. Yeah, I think I I agree. I'm picking the Chiefs on the road. I think that they are going to show Patrick Young, young Patrick Mahomes, some looks that he really hasn't seen thus far this season because they still do have a top-notch defense. But in classic Broncos form, I think especially in a game like this, they don't have the offensive firepower to go tit-for-tat with the Chiefs for four quarters. I think they're going to play him close. The crowd's going to be into it. It's a primetime game. We can kind of see the scenario with that. But ultimately, I could see the Chiefs pulling away late by probably 10 to 14 at the end. Lacing it. Travis Kelsey is fucking... That dude's... Uh, Travis Kelsey is 13 touchdowns mm. on the season. Damn, bro. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Take yeah. My, take my fantasy right now. Just see if this motherfucker is anywhere in my, in, in, on my radar. Shit. Actually, let me, let, me, uh, let me see. Let me double check. Oh, fuck it. Reviewers, I got to check that shit. Fucking... Because I know, so maybe, maybe I mean Mahomes. Oh, Mahomes. Uh, who's yeah, yeah, I, I know, I know Travis Kelsey ain't got the Mahomes has 13 touchdowns. I know for sure. Kelsey's probably got yeah. like six. Right. Yeah, so no, that, that's why I meant. My bad. Uh, Mahomes. Mahomes, but still, that's a dude. He's lacing this bit. So they're more, I'm reviewers. We ain't stats guys. But listen, we know, we know good when we see it. And uh, Big Red has got Mahomes playing some really good ball. And uh, yeah, man. Chiefs are going to win the road. So that's it. That's Savage Picks Week 4. We will see who is right, who is wrong, who is both right, who is both wrong. Please keep rocking with us. 
Bizzleman, any final thoughts for our lovely fucking awesome goddamn reviewers out there before we let them get back to their football? Yeah, we fucking love you. You know, so we appreciate you guys rocking with us. Go to iTunes, give us five star reviews. Keep sending us in that music. Yeah. Uh, we might not do it every week, but we do do it. Um, we rock with y'all heavy, man. Follow us on IG. Follow us on Instagram at JPFinsClue. Uh, we interact. You know what I'm saying? Don't be surprised you say some shit. Oh, yeah. Facebook as well. Don't be surprised you say some big shit. And then we back at your Real ass. Shit. You know what I'm saying? Like motherfucking, like, like the goddamn IRS. Don't, don't be surprised. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we do this. <laughs> so, we love our people. Tax that ass. We love our people. Keep rocking with us. Until next weekend. We are. Yeah. JB and Benny Blue Review. Yeah, the JB and Benny Blue Review podcast, JB and Benny Blue Review.com, at JB and Benny Blue, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Castbox, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. And that's it. We love you. Until next week. Peace. Holla. Mondays just became Mondays. Mondays just got more exciting. Powerball now draws three days a week. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. Play now. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player claim. <sighs> Mondays just became Mondays. Mondays just got more exciting. Powerball now draws three days a week. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. Play now. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player claim. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.